When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, you filthy animals, to the 32nd episode of Blockbuster Mentality, your favorite place to go for all things movies. I'm your host, Ben Secord. It is Friday, October 14th, 2016. With me, as always, is your co-host, Brandon H. Hi, yeah, 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 yeah. Sword on, what are we going to do? Yes, that movie line that everybody knows. Um, well, we're going to do a lot. Uh, we have a lot to talk about. What are we on top tonight? Uh, we are going to talk about some stuff. We're going to talk about uh, possibly a Bad Mom spinoff, uh, Michelle Williams and Talks for Janis Joplin biopic, um, Aladdin live-action movie news, going to do some trailer reviews and a little something called Rogue One. The final trailer came out for that, so we're going to talk about that and a whole lot more. So sit back, relax, let's talk some movies. So first things first, box office results. How did how did box uh, office results? Yes, how did movies do this weekend, money wise? Uh, so I'm going to tell you. I'm going to give you the top five uh, for this week. Uh, coming in at number one was Girl on the Train with 24.5 million. Number two, Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children, 15.1 million. Coming in at number three was Deep Water Horizon with 11.5 million. Number four, The Magnificent Seven, 9 million. And rounding up the top five is Storks. With eight point two million, um, little both we both were off as yeah. always. It's it's a rarity it seems when that we're exactly on in our predictions from the previous week. Anything stand out to you this week? Oh, well, surprise! Birth of a Nation. I figured it would at least score in top five, but uh, here I am wrong again. Looking yeah. at that. Yep. Yeah. Looks like we both thought Birth of a Nation would at least remain in the top five there, and. Uh, uh, I, I thought Magnificent Seven would drop out, but yeah, it stayed at top uh, in number four. Uh, Storks remaining in there at uh, number five. Those animated movies seem to linger. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, the Girl on the Train, twenty-four million, not too bad for its first week. Uh, not getting very good reviews. Not, that's all I've been hearing. Yep. Horrible reviews. I know. I know our buddy Vinny even said it uh, was borderline lifetime movie. That's what he, he told me. He said Emily Blunt basically saved it from being that. Yeah. Um, but uh, I still want to check it out and judge it for myself. But, uh, but, yeah, that's what I've been hearing so far on it. Um, but, yeah, that's our box office results. Um, but, yeah, like I said, we're going to do some trailer reviews. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. There have been a lot of trailers coming out this week. Um. And yeah. Uh, what, yeah. Are we, <laughs> what, well, what are we going to talk about first? 
Oh, first on deck, um, the Justice League rap video. Did you get a chance to look that up? I sure did. Yes, I did. Wow, that was um, it's building my confidence in a, in a future Justice League movie. You know, just from the little bit we saw, I think it was like 90 seconds it came out to be. Right. Uh, nice, good music. Nice, fun music in the background. I, I always appreciate a good soundtrack. Um, what, was it? what else do I have? The scene shot... Um, from the scenes that that I saw, it looks like it's definitely going to have a lot of cool action sequences. Yes. Um, and I'll tell you what, one of the things that stood out to me was Batman taking the lead when they were walking up the stairwell. Obviously, you got Flash, yep. who could, in one second, probably fly up and down the stairs, run circles around him, but that shows the respect, I'm assuming, that Batman has, and it definitely shows he's got the leadership role right. as of right now in this movie, too. That's what I took out of that. But um, a lot of uh, prop work I saw, um, and just a good t- good to see the cast having a good time. You know, there were scenes where um, Jason Momoro, Aquaman, dropped the trident, was laughing. Then he took uh, Wonder Woman sword from her back and was messing around with that. So they obviously had fun on the set. So that's that's um, what I took from that. What about you? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, the main thing, like you said at the end, there was they had a lot of fun on set, which. Typically relays into, I mean, it doesn't always, but seems like it would relay into a, a good movie. I mean, if you're good atmosphere on set, good uh, good chemistry between, you know, usually leads between good chemistry uh, with the actors, things like that. So that's, that's what I took away is just how much fun it looked like they had. But yeah, I mean, even some of the action scenes look great. Um, yeah, and I, it's a lot of practical effects, which was cool to see. You know, it's not just all behind a green screen. Yes, there was a lot of green screen stuff, but a lot of practical stuff. You know, even the, you know, it's not an animated suit they're wearing uh, or anything like that, which is cool. Um, yeah, just looks like a lot of fun. Jason Momoa seems like a fun uh, actor to to work with. Mm-hmm. Um, just some of the stuff we saw in there. But, I mean, to go further on, yeah, it was a rap video. Basically, they're done filming, so they just released a little video just of behind-the-scenes uh, stuff on that. But, but yeah, I mean, it definitely gives me hope for the movie. Um, and, uh, yeah, it seems like it might be a little more lighthearted than, you know, Batman v Superman yeah, was. That's my, my take from that, Which too. is good. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. I mean, it's just a video, you know, it could, could, you know, the movie could be better than, you know, what we think from the video could be worse. So we'll see when we get a real trailer. Well, I mean, we got a tease for it, but when we get an actual, uh, trailer, we'll see, we'll see what happens, but yeah, definitely a cool video. Check it out. I'm sure you can YouTube it, Google it. You'll find it. Justice League rap video. Absolutely. Well, next on tap, we got The Great Wall. I'll let you kick it off with what you thought about that. Yeah, The Great Wall. So, yeah, I mean, it's uh, Matt Damon stars in it. I mean, and then uh, William Defoe, I think, is the another. Uh, basically, them, them two are the really the known, only known actors, really. I know there's other actors that I'm sure y- you guys know. It's just, yeah, they're the big names in it. But, yeah, basically, Matt Damon. Uh, I don't know when it's supposed to take place. Um, but, uh, but it, it, it was interesting, uh, cool special effects. Um, I, I, I didn't buy, uh, Matt Damon as this character. I mean, it's, you know, I, I don't know what century you'd call it, but it's definitely not, you know, 
20th century. It's not modern technology. It's definitely a movie that's supposed to take place in the olden times. Almost yeah. almost Middle Earth-like because there's dragons, it seems, and different creatures. So, yeah. um, just trying to give you guys a feel of what it's about in case you haven't seen it. But, uh, but it doesn't really have me too excited for the movie. Um I'm. I, I don't know. Just something about it. I. I like. I said. I don't buy Matt Damon as this kind of character. I thought his line delivery was so weird and terrible. Mm. <laughs> uh, like just what was that? And because he was has like kind of an English accent too. Oh god. Yeah. It was. I. I just. I don't buy it. I mean, what. What. What do you think about it? Matt Damon. <laughs> um. I'm pretty much. As of right now, not sold on the movie. Yeah. If the movie was coming out this weekend, I would definitely pass and check out something else. Um, I don't know. The trailer hasn't really sold me. It kind of just re- reminds me of one of those cliche movies, The Mist, things like that nature. Um, I don't know. I mean, like you said, Matt Damon, you know, this. we had a debate on this a little bit ago wasn't really a debate we talked about it but like the whitewashing obviously that's ancient china and you got matt damon being the lead character in the movie like of that um i know that's got a little bit of uproar they were talking about but um yeah i don't know uh, i'm not really you like you said matt damon on this role at least not sold on it yeah so, I exactly mean, maybe if i could see the first 15 minutes of the movie and see or, right. you know i mean get a better but no, not too thrilled about that one. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I mean, cool special effects—that's for sure. Um, so yeah, I mean, actually, it looks like it's supposed to take place like right around when they built the Great Wall of China. Um, so you history buffs all out there, if you know when that was. Um, basically, the synopsis is a mystery centered around the construction of the Great Wall of China. <laughs> Um, it actually gives a little more details in the poster. It says 1,700 years to build, 5,500 miles long. What were they trying to keep out? So the trailer obviously shows that possibly some dragons, some other creatures, uh, things like that. I don't know where Matt Damon comes in. I don't know why an American-looking or, or I should say a British-looking guy is, is uh, in China in that time and dressed like a, the other Chinamen. Great white ninja. Yes, great white ninja indeed. But yeah, I I don't buy it. Uh, probably a reason it's coming out in February. It seems like it might be. A, it seems like a blockbuster film, you know, a summer blockbuster. But yeah, it's coming out in February of uh, 2017. So that might tell you the uh, oh blockbuster, the, huh? The faith the studio has in it. A, I a mean, blockbuster. Yeah. What? Mm. No, I mean it looks like it. It's an action film. It's it's uh, big budgets. It's got Matt Damon. You would think you would think on the surface, on paper, it would be a summer blockbuster. But when you see it, not so much. It's there's a reason why it's coming out in February. Um, so we'll see how we'll see how it goes. I mean, it's got a hundred thirty-five million dollar budget. Mm-mm. I don't think it's going to pull a Deadpool and pull Mm-mm. in some big numbers in February. That's for sure. Mm-mm-mm. All right, what not other? Excited? Yeah, not so much. What uh, what other trailers we got? It's more for time. Oh, this is wow. right down your oh alley. My. Yeah, it's right, right down up my your alley. alley. Yeah, um, new Power Rangers trailer got released uh, over the weekend at the New York Comic Con. Um, wow, where do I start? Well, we can go ahead and kick off the theory. It's going to be a, a 
campy kids version. Um, this definitely has a feeling of a more adult-oriented Power Rangers. Um, looks like, uh, for those who were familiar with the show, Angel Grove was a bustling, almost like an uh, L.A. city kind of town. This looks like it has a feel of a smaller small town. Um, all the characters seem to be maybe possibly in trouble, um, just from things that we saw in the trailer. Uh, looks like Jason, who's the Red Ranger in the movie, uh, damaged some kind of car or something. So there's references throughout the movie of them maybe being kids. We saw Kimberly getting picked on in the bathroom by other girls, uh, then her cutting her hair. Um, what I did like, um, I like the tone. I like the tone that the movie set. Yep. Um, you know what? And you got two of the major stars. They have any speaking lines, nothing. No Brian Cranston, no Bill Hader. Right. Very little Elizabeth Banks. And you know what? I was okay with that because I, I want to be sold on what I saw. To me, I was sold on what I saw. Even at the end with the little tease of them starting to morph. Didn't even finish the process. Um, so yeah, I was definitely excited about what I saw. Can't wait. Want to see more. Okay. I mean, did it remind you of the actual, sh- cause you watched the show. I, I, I did not. Um, so it, it reminded you of the, of the show. It, it, no, it didn't no. remind me of the show. Like I said, the show is very campy and, okay. Uh, but no, I just like the, it's I like just, the way they're going with it. I like the feel for it. seems like another take on, yeah. on the characters and, and things you love about Yes, Power Rangers. Okay, um, yeah. I mean, uh, coming from a guy who had never watched the show, um, it it did its job. It did what its trailer is supposed to do. It you know, in, you know, got my attention, had me intrigued. Definitely like that, and just like with Great Wall, had cool special effects. Um, uh, let's see. I mean, I wrote notes here. Um, Elizabeth Banks. It was cool to see a glimpse of her as uh, Rita Repulsa. Um, uh, the the one line we do hear, I uh, don't possibly some glimpses of overacting, so a little worried about that. But just from a trailer standpoint, it did its job for me. Makes me more intrigued. Makes me want to see more trailers and you know what this movie is actually about. Um, I I would have it's a Power Ranger movie. Why weren't there suits? <laughs> That's what I'm wondering. You know why? Why didn't they show the 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 suits and in action? Um, you would think. I know it's just you know the first trailer teaser trailer. They you get a tiny glimpse of the suit like kind of morphing around the the one guy. Um, why not more? I mean, were you hoping to see more of the suits, or were you just no, happy I was, with I was this? Happy with okay. what I saw, to be okay. honest with you, yeah, just enough to make me want to actually see more. Yeah, yeah. I so. mean, that's that. Yeah, that's a good thing too. Like, it makes me, like I said, it did its job. It makes me intrigued. Makes me want to see more. You know, didn't give me too much uh, to where you know it's didn't give me too much where it's. Blah blah blue, you know oh, that. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah, it didn't give me too much. Where uh, you know, it's just okay. So I know exactly what this movie's about. I can see everything. Didn't didn't give me my mis- decision right there whether I'm going to go see the movie or not. It 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 left me wanting more. Which again, it did what it was supposed to do. So that's great. Uh, I mean, in, in the TV show, they didn't the. Uh, suits didn't morph around them like that, no, did it? Yeah. No, the so suits were just kind of, they just kind of popped on them. Oh, okay. Very fabric, 
spandex suits. These are definitely not spandex looking. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because uh, we've seen pictures of the suits and things, but yeah, I, I did want to see them in the trailer, but I can understand why they didn't. Again, it's a teaser trailer. Yeah. And another thing, the last thing I picked up on, obviously, it looks like they have uh, power outside the suits in the comics, or in the comics, in the TV show. They never had, like, they had to morph. That's why they had to morph in order to fight because they didn't have powers uh so that'll be interesting and out of that we didn't see goldar which is a classic uh staple of power ranger universe and the director did confirm that he is in the movie cells no glimpse of him as well right yeah exactly yeah i would have liked to see you know brian cranston or bill Hader. um we didn't see that but again this is a teaser trailer so we'll see We'll see what happens in the next trailer. All right, so we're going to get into some news stories uh, for you this week. Uh, first up is uh, just a quick story on uh, bad moms slash bad dads. So obviously bad moms came out earlier this year, had a very much success after a successful run at the box office. Uh, for Bad Moms, which obviously, obviously starred uh, Mila Kunis, uh, Kristen Bell. Uh, STX Entertainment has announced that rather than spawning a sequel, uh, they are going to release a spinoff called Bad Dads. Uh, the film is set to release on July 14th, 2017. Additional uh, details are said to fall shortly in regards to uh, you know cast, things like that. Uh, STX is... Uh, quote, chosen to focus on extending consumer passion for the Bad Moms brand with a series of film spinoffs, a reality television show, short-form digital content, and a robust consumer products uh, program. Uh, so, yeah, definitely interesting concept because, I mean, typically if a movie, you know, especially a comedy does well, you know, then they're going to go ahead and come out with a sequel. But this, they're going on a different route. You know, they're going with... Hey, let's do a spin-off. Let's do Bad Dads this time. I mean, what what do you think about that? Um mm, mm, I don't know. I, I think if the if it wasn't uh, broke, you don't have to fix it. Yeah. Obviously that uh movie did pretty decent on the budget they made. It made its money back and then some. Um great cast that you had for that. So I'm um confused. Is yeah. this a crossover movie? Will some of those characters appear in this one? Uh, is this setting up a a team up movie, Bad Moms and Bad Dads together? I mean, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I'm kind of confused on what they're doing with it. More power to you. I'm sure they'll pull out a great list uh, for the dads. You know, I could see somebody like a Channing Tatum. Yeah. Uh, Jonah Hill. You know. Oh yeah, that would be good. Um, obviously, I'd have a couple older guys. I'm trying to think of some older. Guys that are... I, I, I could I could even see like a John Ham like because he's got his yeah. comedic chops now he's got you know the keeping up with the Joneses Joneses coming out soon, um you know he's been in Bridesmaids uh you know so I, I could see someone like him you know older wise you know not that he's old but uh, um but yeah like you said Channing Tatum would be cool Jonah Hill Vince Vaughn oh, oh yeah Vince oh Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson. Yeah, that would be great. Even Jason Sudeikis. Um, yeah, I mean, so yeah, I mean that that's what it's really going to come down to is the cast. Yeah, for me, you know, I think it's a it's a cool idea. You know, why they could eventually still come out with a sequel for Bad Moms, but yeah, just a spinoff with Bad Dads instead. To me, that that is intriguing. You know, seeing you know an R-rated version, you know, of you know, uh, 
uh, comedy like this um, would I don't know it's it's, in, it's intriguing to me I mean it, again it all depends on the cast obviously you got good writers good producers directors behind it you know they made good money with bad moms I think I think it can be successful do are they going to universe build of course they are that's what Hollywood's all about right now is I mean, universe can you build. really universe build a bad mom and dad yeah. crossover yeah they're gonna they're gonna oh maybe it's a crossover with like uh, a hangover maybe oh uh, god maybe you know I might as well throw a super bad in there too uh, Zach Galifianakis, Bradley Cooper, Ed Helms. Maybe they're all going to be, you know, dads now. Well, I know Bradley Cooper's character is already a dad, but maybe they're going to be the bad dads now. Hey, and they're going to cross over. Maybe it's already a crossover. Mm. You never know. They're super bad in there, kid. I think they're totally different production companies. Nick Lovin, I don't. Hey, like it's that. all good. Nick exactly. Lovin can pop up anywhere he wants to. There you go. There you go. But yeah, I think it's an interesting concept. Like I said, you don't. You typically see that you usually see a sequel but they're just jumping right into the spinoff and again july 2017 so it's already you know less, mm-hmm. than, less than a year away um, but yeah they said more details will come out very soon so we'll keep you guys up to date on that that's that's something you can count on all right our next story um michelle williams janice joplin hmm Use those two names in the same sentence. So the Hollywood Hollywood Reporter says that Michelle Williams is in early negotiations to portray Janis Joplin in Sean Durkin's long-in-the-works biopic centering on the 1960s rock icon. Uh, The project, titled Janis, is based on Love Janis, a book, or Love Janis, (laughs) a book penned by the late singer's sister, Laura Joplin, which uses Janice's letters to family and friends to tell the story of a young woman rising from playing at coffee houses to performing at Woodstock and dealing with sudden fame and celebrity while combating alcohol and heroin addiction, all the while trying to keep her creativity. So, that, I mean, that concept alone is intriguing to me. What do you think? Love Michelle Williams. Uh, I'm pretty sure she will nail this part. Um, Janice Applin, I know who she is. I know a couple of her songs. I wish I knew more about her to really compare what Michelle Williams is going to be working with, but uh, no doubt I'm sure Michelle Williams can cover this. Oh, yeah, absolutely. you got a great actress attached to this. Uh, Joplin uh, says uh, died in 1970 at the age of 27 from a heroin overdose. Uh, after re- releasing only three albums, uh, and you know, probably the biggest hit is "Peace of My Heart," um, which and uh, "Me and Bobby McGee." Um, but yeah, I mean, it just sounds intriguing. I mean, even the just the the concept alone a woman rising from playing at coffee houses to performing at Woodstock. That alone, I I, I want to see it. I mean, even if it's a, a movie about a fictional uh, rock star. Uh, singer-songwriter. Um, that is intriguing enough if Michelle Williams is playing that, but it being a biopic, a true story, uh, definitely makes it even more intriguing. So I think Janis Joplin fans will love it. Michelle Williams fans will love it. I 
I will buy a ticket right now if uh, if they were available. So, I mean, like I said, the concept wow. alone is intriguing to me. That is a huge uh, statement, sir. Yeah. I mean, is it? I mean, what, the concept. I mean, it's a cool concept, isn't it? No? Okay. I mean, I'm, well, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to digest. I know. I know. You had time before the show to digest, but it's okay. It's okay. Oh, <laughs> okay. Don't talk to me. That's your favorite thing uh, to do. I mean, digest this movie I just watched. <laughs> My name is Matthew McConaughey. Uh, I drive a Lincoln. And if you look outside, the Lincoln's talking back to me. Wow. And then are you rolling a booger in your fingers while you while you say that? Like I like to think that I'm in the outer space spaceship when I drive my Lincoln. <laughs> yes. We just jumped to Matthew McConaughey driving in a Lincoln. And oh. uh and speaking of which, our sponsors today are uh Chevrolet. Take a take a take a Chevrolet to work because nothing says you know, high money earnings like Chevy. It's gonna be huge. Built Ford Tough. I like it. <laughs> I th- I think we have our sponsor. That there we Sounds go. Sounds good. You're welcome, Chevy. Uh, all right. What's our next news story? Well, I mean, this just seems like it's gonna be the new growing trend for quite the foreseeable future. Once again. Disney decides to pull another movie out of their vault, and now we have a live-action Aladdin movie with possibly Guy Ritchie and talks to direct the movie. Yeah, boy. We actually had talked about this last week, and we both agreed that if there was another Disney movie getting pulled out, it would be Aladdin, and long and behold... There it is. One week later, Aladdin being made to a live action movie. So what's it count up to now? We got Aladdin, <laughs> Lion King, uh, Jungle Book two. Yep, Jungle Book two. I mean, we got. I know L- Little Mermaid is in the works. Mulan. Mulan. Yep. Yep. I already had Cinderella in Jungle Book one. Uh, we got Beauty and the Beast coming out early next year. Yeah, it's they're they're doing it all. They're they're going for it. They are going for it. I mean, I can see they're probably going to do Hunchback of Notre Dame. 101 Dalmatians. Oh, 102 oh, Dalmatians. I never thought of that. 112 Dalmatians. I mean, they already did a live action back in the day, but it wasn't, you know, in, you know, this new universe building. We're building universes, remember? Building a universe of peace. Um. So, yeah. I mean, I mean they can do Snow White. Snow White. Well, Yes, no way. They can do Pinocchio. Oh, we do have a Pinocchio. Pinocchio out. with Robert Downey Jr. directing uh, or yep. something, right? Is that even Disney? I don't even know. No, Robert Downey Jr. is starring. Oh, he's Geppetto. Isn't Ron Geppetto. Howard? Ron Howard. Ron Howard. That's when this would be good. Uh, Ron Howard would uh, possibly be directing that. But yeah, uh, Ron Howard Downey Jr. is Geppetto. Dumbo, they can do. Dumbo, um, I'm just repeating everything you said. Uh, Lady and the Tramp. La- oh, I never thought of that. Oh, uh, Oliver and Company. Oliver and Company. <laughs> yeah, what yeah. about All Dogs Go to Heaven? Oh, That's not Disney, is it? Fox and the Hound. Fox and the Hound. Robin Hood. Robin Hood. Um, 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 um they're already they're doing a Mary Poppins, but that was our Mary lot. Poppins. <laughs> I'm just thinking about Disney movies now. Um, let's do uh, Pocahontas. Pocahontas. Toy, Pocahontas. Let's do Toy Story. Toy Story Five. It's Pixar. 
Incredibles, um, next movie. <laughs> Real life people. They're actually coming out with Incredibles 2 soon, by the way. Um, so, yeah, it, it's... Uh, I, I mean, why not? Who Who's directing? Guy Ritchie. Guy Ritchie. He did uh, Sherlock Holmes. And um, Snatch, Snatch. And King Arthur and the Legend of the Sword. Uh, but they did say that it's going to be an ambition, uh, ambitious and non-traditional take on Aladdin via um, Lynn Pictures. Um, so that's interesting. Um, How do you replace Robin Williams? You don't. But again, it's it's live action, so you don't need to replace him. Um, His voice. He was a genie. Yes, he was the genie. He was the genie. This is this is an accurate statement you are making, Brandon. Jafar, Jafar, he's our man. If he can't do it, great. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I mean, I kind of hope it's dark because if you're gonna be comedic with it, I don't know. It's just if Robin Williams isn't there, I mean, it's it's kind of you know whatever. You know, make the genie more. I don't know, assertive and, um, I don't know, just make it dark. That would be cool, because J- Jafar in a dark Aladdin, because it was, I mean, he was pretty dark in, in the cartoons. I mean, you make Jafar in a dark Aladdin, he could be very menacing. You know, think of the actors that could play Jafar, uh, you know, live action. So I, ben I, Kingsley. Ben, ooh. Just dropped out on you, kid. Yeah, you did. Yeah, Ben Kingsley. That's actually I don't want to see anyone else now other than Ben Kingsley as the as uh, Jafar. Wow, that's actually that's spot on right there. So thank you for that. Uh, all right, what's our next news story? Well, my friends, Wolverine Three is no longer titled Wolverine Three. Say what? Say what? Yeah. My friends, he will be going by his government name, Logan. Yes, it's the official title of the Wolverine 3 movie, Logan. Logan. For those that don't know, Logan is Wolverine's real name. Name. Again, I just said it. But um, And they released a poster. A poster of him holding a kid's hand. Yep. Well, um, and you know it's him it's because the it's... The claws. Yeah. Because all you see is the hands. You see a, a grown man's hands holding a little kid's hands, but you, then you see the claws coming out of what I assume is Logan's hands, a.k.a. Wolverine. But, um, but yeah, it's, it, it's cool. I, I like this because um, the first one was called Wolverine Origins. second one was just the Wolverine. third one, Logan. Logan. So, I mean, it seems like it's going to, you know, make him more humanized, uh, you know, I think they could really delve deep into his psyche. struggle. Yeah, his psyche. Thank you. Um, in struggle just to, you know, live a normal life, you know? I think I'm going to make a prediction here. I think Wolverine dies at the end of the movie. That's my guess. I think that's how they send off Hugh Jackman with a nice... Yeah. And I think it's going to be in like a... He's sacrificing himself, sacrificing himself for the greater good or for, you know, maybe the kid he's holding his hand for. I think it's going to be noble. X-23 that, is whose hand he's holding. You think so? Uh, that's my, well, I'm pretty sure. Yeah? It's oh, going to be her. Interesting. With the one with two claws, the clone of him. Oh, okay. Just, that's yeah. my guess. That's, yeah, that, that would be cool. But, yeah, I mean, if they go into his psyche, like, I hope it's more of a, uh, kind of a psychological thriller, um, you know, and go into his psyche, you know, his... 
his torment because um, he's been around for years. He's been around since World War Two, right? Has he been? No, yes. Vietnam. Yeah, World War Two. Um, in the comics, he was around since World War Two. Yeah, World War Two. So I mean, in yeah, he's gonna be old man Logan. Uh, and the movies they had him around since the Revolutionary War. Yeah, and, the, and then they have uh, a. They showed a picture of uh, Patrick Stewart as Professor X. That picture looked menacing. Um, well, not menacing. It looked just disturbing. I yeah, mean, disturbing. He looked like he was about yeah, to die. Yeah. So it, it's. I think it's gonna. It's gonna be the best Wolverine movie yet. I I mean obviously we always hope it's going to be you know better than the you know the next movie but I really think this is going to be the best Wolverine movie yet. Um, go into his psyche, go into the torment he's going to feel um, for just being around all these years and, and seeing his friends die, uh, things of that nature. But uh, but yeah, I'm excited for it. I love the poster, love the name. I mean, do you like the name, just Logan? I'm I'm good with it, man. Yeah. I don't really have it one way or another. As long as we have a good movie, you can call it "Take a Dump on a on a Log." <laughs> if it's a good movie, I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> Take a dump on a log. As long as it's a good movie, you're gonna watch it. I, I <laughs> wow, that's we. I'm gonna make that a clip now. That is, uh, let's write that down for episode 32. So we uh, so we. <laughs> Take a dump on a log, guys. Take a dump on a log. As long as it gets a good movie, he's going to watch it, even if it's a dump on a log. Even if it's a huge, stinking dump yep. on but, a log. Um, all right, so our next, uh, it's our Far, Far and Away news. Far, Far Away. Far, Far and Away. Far, Far Away news is our next segment. Our still, Star still, Wars. Still no theme song for you on I know, this one, huh? I know. Star Wars news segment. Um, yeah, we talked about trailers at the beginning of the show, but basically, our Star Wars news segment is the Rogue One final trailer dropped on Thursday. Yesterday, it dropped, and here we are to talk about it. Brandon, what were your initial thoughts on the Rogue One trailer? Okay, that was horrible. <laughs> I don't know. I'll try to do this song. Um, yes, we'll use the force. Um, well, from what I got out of the trailer, I don't know. Okay, I was what I got telling trailer, you to talk into the microphone. Well, you know what? I got it. Never mind. From what I got out of this, the rebellion rescued uh, her because they knew her dad was working for the Empire. That's my personal take. Um, great visuals. Definitely had an old school feel, and I'm definitely going to say it definitely had that war wartime feel as well. Um, I love the line she used: "We have hope, and the rebellion is built on hope." Yeah. Um, couple, that that cool shot shot of Darth Vader. Definitely always enjoy my little Darth Vader shots. Um, but yes, I'm actually this is one of the movies I am super hyped on seeing. Cannot wait. Um, like I said, just some of the shots, like the Death Star floating, oh, you know what I mean? Just like shots yes. of the Death Star, shots when we're looking up into the sky and seeing stuff, that that kind of stuff. The visuals there uh, are amazing to me. That's what caught my eye. The scenery catches my eye. And like I said, it's definitely going to probably be the most, I think, violent film out of all the Star Wars movies thus far. Um yeah, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, violent. It, it, it is described as a war film. That's what it's always been, uh, you know, talked about as by the producers, things like that. This is a war film. 
Um, and, you know, we've seen that in previous trailers. But, yeah, this has really pronounced that, that it, this is a war film. Um, but, yeah, the different shots, you know, it starts with uh, Jin Erso's father talking, Mads Mikkelsen. Love that we got shots of him, him actually talking. Loved that. Loved the shot of him with that, um, you know, the water uh, evaporator, you know, that was on Tatooine. It's on whatever planet he's on, saying how he's going to, you know, whatever I do, I do to protect you. Talking to, obviously, Jin Erso, uh, Felicity Jones' character. Loved that shot of him looking on as the death troopers were walking with, um, uh, I can't think of the actor's name. But anyways, um, the uh, the Imperial actor, the actor who's playing the Imperial sergeant, general, whatever, um, love how we get more of Jin Erso. I mean, because previously it was just, you know, very stiff lines we got from her, I rebel. But yeah, like you said, the rebellion, you know, rebellions are built on hope. It's cool seeing her give that speech. Love the sh- that Death Star shot on the horizon of whatever planet that was on. Just gave me chills. Um, loved that. Loved um, the fact that we learned more, even more about her and what's going to happen to her. How you know her motivation for the movie. Yeah. Play with that microphone, why don't you? <laughs> her motivation is basically, you know, she seems like she's trying to get to her father. I love how the rebellion basically broke her out of whatever she was in jail, I assume. Mm-hmm. They they broke her out because they know that her father is involved in the making of the Death Star, um, which is an awesome concept. And then Darth Vader. We see Darth Vader, but not too much. We don't. He doesn't get any lines. I mean, probably we see him a total of three to four seconds. I would, I, I three to four seconds. Three I'd say, four. yeah, he, he's in that in the in that trailer. And when you see the full body shot of him, he is like storming at. Um, man, why can't I think of his name? <laughs> um, the, the guy playing the, the main imperial guy. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, he's just like storming at him. He had a mission. He was just, he had a purpose for why he was going a at A force choke, kid. He was yeah, a force yeah, choke. Yeah, I mean, I mean, is that right when he finds out that, you know, they steal the rubber plans or did uh, someone, uh, or did something else go wrong? Where's Admiral actual- Tarkin? That I mean, there's there's speculation that we actually see him in the trailer. I mean, uh, in Grand Moff Tarkin, it would be. Um, we, there's because uh, you see an Imperial guard walking, and you see him just from behind, and everyone's like kind of walking away from um, Ben Ben Mendelsohn. Uh, Director Krennic is his name. Thank you, IMDb. Ben Mendelsohn's character, uh, Director Krennic, is the Imperial. Uh, guy, <laughs> I've been thinking the about. imperial guy. Yeah. Uh, there's been speculation that it's uh, Tarkin walking towards um, uh, Krennic, uh, but I his hair is super dark. This would be basically around the time of a New Hope. Grand Moff Tarkin has gray hair, um, so I think it was um, actually uh, Diego Luna's character because later on you see him dressed in disguise as um, an Imperial um, officer. So I don't think that was Grand Tarkin, uh, Grand Moff Tarkin. It would be awesome if we do get mention of him. 
Go ahead. What were you going to say? You you got the mic ready. You yeah, know, no, I was waiting for he's you. He's holding to... the mic. He's about to. He's no, about I'm to, just. He's about to uh, throw some heat down right well, here. No, I'm just, I was agreeing with you. But yeah, overall, love the trailer. I think this is the best trailer uh, for Rogue One we've got so far. I liked. Uh, I I think uh, Forrest Whitaker's character. I think we're going to see very little of him. I think he's going to die. Yeah, I think so too. Like um, like very early on. Yeah, because all we've seen of him has been in the same area. You know, he's been in the exact same... It's been in the same scene, basically, is all we've seen him in the, seen of him in these trailers. Um, His character is in the cartoon show, though, right? Yeah, yeah. It was in, he was in Clone Wars for a few episodes. So, I mean, he's got history in the Star Wars uh, story. So, which that is a cool thought as well. But yeah, I mean, overall, love this trailer. Love that we saw Mads Mikkelsen. Got to see just a glimpse of Darth Vader. I don't want to see too much of him. I'm glad they didn't give us any lines just because save that all for the movie. Uh, it seems like lately trailers have just been giving us so much that it's just like when the movie comes, we're not surprised by any, you know, anything a character says, things like that. I mean, you, uh, what what do you think of Darth Vader? Do you, did you want to see more of him? Are you happy with the amount we saw him? No, I'm uh, happy with the amount we saw him. It's it's borderline, same concept with Power Rangers. Uh, I rather have not enough. And want more than have the whole thing thrown at me and just not be surprised. Kind of like the Batman vs. Superman trailer. Yeah. We had so much crap thrown in our face. That Batman fight scene should have never made the trailer. Should have been surprised when I got to the movie. But nope. I knew exactly what was going to happen when that fight scene started. Um, so no. I'm, this is perfect. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Yep. Um, well played. Well played on the trailer. I agree. Uh, I mean, like I said, the Power Rangers and the Rogue One for me uh, right now, those trailers are done extremely well, and it's intended to make the audience want more, and I think they did their job doing it. I think they did a good job. Exactly, yeah. So, I mean, we're two months away from Rogue One, cannot wait, and I love that it's the last trailer, so we're not going to see any more Darth Vader. It's all going to be in the movie, so December 16th, cannot freaking wait. Um, And then, yeah, I mean, just... All the shots. Yeah, check out the trailer. We'll be, I'm um, sure, talking more about Star Wars next week. All right, and now it is time for some movie trivia. And for that, we have a special guest. We, we are gonna, have a special guest. Someone is going to ask us these questions this time. We don't have an applause uh, noise. I'm sorry. Actually, we do have an applause. Oh. One moment, please, folks. We have a special guest. Yeah. Yeah. All right. The lovely Lauren is going to uh, ask us some trivia questions. You ready for this, Lauren? Yeah. Yeah, I am. All right. Let's All do right. this. All right. So uh, she's we, we're going to get five questions each. We're going to pick a category, one through three. She has cards. We're going to pick a category, one through three. She's going to ask us the corresponding question. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna see who who has better movie knowledge. Um, I I wish I had a coin here. Um, well, ladies go first. So Benjamin, uh, I'll uh, let you go okay, first. Okay, he's gonna allow me to go first. All right, Lauren. Well, I am gonna pick category number two. Ask me question number two. Okay, here it goes. Wait, let me cue the music. With that music on. And yeah, all right, we're good. Name the movie soundtrack that includes 
I say a little prayer and wishing and hoping. My best friend's wedding? Correct. All right. Uh, we need to keep score. You got score? Okay. All right, Brandon. Alrighty then. Let me get the old, uh, get the old number uno. I don't know if I like this already. <laughs> I don't know if I like this. Number one? Yeah, Uno. Oh, okay. Uno. He said oh. oh, you guys are looking. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'll speak, I'll speak in English next time. Uno. All right, here we go. Uh-oh. Name the actor who appeared in all of the following films. This is Spinal Tap, The Princess Bride, and City Suckers. Billy Crystal. Correct. Wow, look at you. <laughs> Got a little worried there for a second. <laughs> I know. Um, all right, my turn. Uh, I'm going to go with category number one. What movie involves Guanton- Guant- Guantanamo Bay, Code Red, and Colonel Nathan Jessup? Uh, um, Colonel, can you repeat the question, please? What movie involves Guantanamo Bay, Code Red, and Colonel Nathan Jessup? Colonel Nathan Jessup. Ah, I'm thinking of one movie, but I know it's not it. The Rock. Ah, uh, wrong. Oh, she gave ah music. <laughs> what was the answer? A few good men. Ah, you can't handle the truth. <laughs> All right, Brandon's turn. Well, Lauren, I think I'll take category number two. Oh, gosh. All right, let's see what we get. Give him a bad question. As as of 2001, name the music composer who has 14 (laughs) Academy Award nominations and zero wins. Ooh. Are you kidding me? I don't. I I don't even know a music composer. Danny Elfman. I know it's not him. The answer is Randy Newman. Oh, Randy. I mean, that's a well-known one. Shh, shut up. You don't get that rock, too. All right. I hate you. All right. Give me. All right. My turn. What's the score? One, one. What? Talking on the mic? One, two, one. All right. Give me number three. Is this my third question? Yes, it is. Cool Runnings. Is the story of what country's Olympic bobsled team? Jamaica, we have a bobsled oh, team. Oh my God, are you? That's a gimme. Jamaica is my answer. That's a gimme. Are you? You're joking? correct. Okay, great. What a joke. Uh, can you tally my score, please, Brandon? Shut up. Can you <laughs> give me a? Can you give me a score? That wow, was. Oh yeah, uh, that sure was my will. third gimme question. Gimme question. You have another one. I hate here. you. All right, what category? Can I go with one again? One. Uno. Uno. What actor appeared in all of the following films? The Thin Red Line, Batman and Robin, and The Peacemaker. 
<laughs> He's just thinking of the Batman and Robin characters. <laughs> I'm just saying. Then red line of Peacemaker, George Clooney. Correct. Oh, tie game after three rounds. You have me tally, right? Okay. Uh, all right. So That's you, Benjamin. For, for my fourth question, I'm going to go with number... Give me number one. Name the actor who appeared in all the following films. A Few Good Men, The Lost Boys, and Young Guns. What were the three... A Few Good Men, The Lost Boys, and Young Guns. It's not the obvious... Oh, A Few Good Men, Lost Boys. Tom Cruise. No. <laughs> Wrong. Can I say who I think it is? Sure. Even though I don't it, get a point. It doesn't Keeper count. Sutherland? Correct. Bam! <laughs> Dang. Who? Okay. Well, can I get uh, question number three? Keith. Ah, Keefer. What actor <laughs> is credited with the quote, cocaine is God's way of telling you you are making too much money? Robert Downey Jr. Ah, oh, multiple choice. That's Jim Carrey. Bull. John Candy. Or Robin Williams. Talking to the I heard the, this line before, but I can't blank. Um, can you repeat? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> the whole question? Or no, just, just, the the, just the choices. Robert Dunney Jr., Jim Carrey, John Candy, Robin Williams. That's like, they're all dead, pretty much. Robert De Niro. Wait, wait, what? Okay. He's not a choice. <laughs> I think you said okay. Robert De Niro. Well, wait, wait. That's his answer. No, that's your answer. Did you say Robert De Niro? No, that was your answer. Robert, Robert Downey Jr. Oh, Robert Downey Jr. I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. Uh, no. Okay, <laughs> either way, you're wrong. Well, whatever. So. Okay. <laughs> it's Robin Williams. All right, so that was our four. Okay, so this is number five. Um, we'll obviously have tiebreakers, but yeah, this is number five. Right? Yeah. yeah. All right, give me category number three. I'm so nervous right now. <laughs> Three different endings were shot for this film, with a random one shown in each theater. Name that film. It's not multiple choice? No. <laughs> ah, why did they pick number three? Oh, uh, what movie had alternate? Um, <sighs> Alright, I'm going to go with can I get a hint or no, no? You don't get no hint. Are you joking? <laughs> Three endings for one film. Show. Oh, I can think of it's on the tip of my tongue. Uh, I'm gonna go with the butterfly effect. Incorrect. What was it? Clue. Clue. That was when I was thinking. That was on the tip of my dog. <laughs> uh, all right, Brandon. If you get this, you win. If not, we go into Can sudden get, death. Uh, let me get that uh, Uno. One. One. Uno. That's one. That's one in English. <laughs> Thank you for that. Oh, I can't believe I didn't get that. Shh. 
Name the actress who appeared in all the following films. No. Dr. T in The Woman. Oh, I don't know who this is already. The Water Dance. <laughs> and As Good As It Gets. <laughs> well, let me tell you a little something about a boy. Oh, jeez. Don't Well, say it. I'm going to tell you because I just won this week. So Merry Christmas to me, Helen Hunt. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> God, it's so stupid because you only do the last one. Nope, I need the water dance. No, you do Yes, I do. Wesley Snipes is in that movie. You, they're handicapped people. You're welcome, sir. She was a writer and she went to see the guy. <gasps> Good day to you, sir. <laughs> so who won this week? Lauren? Well, obviously Brandon. Oh. <laughs> Whoa, okay. <laughs> oh, already then. Well, you know what? She needs to be on a show more often. I, <laughs> I appreciate just say that? enthusiasm. I love it. Yes. We need to get new uh, cards. Kiefer uh, Sutherland. Oh, Kiefer Sutherland and Clue. That's what I'm going to be stuck on all week. All right, Lauren. Well, thank you so much for joining thank us for you, trivia. You're welcome. You. It was a pleasure. Yes. And that, you don't have headphones on, but uh, applause. Just There's sounded people so. clapping thank for you, you right yes. now. Thank you. So thank you, Lauren. And that congrats to Brandon this week. I'll get him next month. I love you. Uh, cannot believe you won. Cannot believe. Well, I can't believe I I lost. Yep. You you didn't win. I I uh-huh. lost because she's basically the only actress in <sighs> as good as it gets. Give me a well, break. You know what? But anyways. you know, I heard an expression before: excuses are for losers. But uh, <laughs> it's all good. Okay. Well, well you hey, don't Matt, say. Well, you got to do something this week. Yes, I did. Um. Yeah. So as uh. Yeah. So. so I'll, I'll, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. You, this Joker's face. If you could have saw it, you'd have been distracted as much as I was. Um. You got a chance to check out movie this week uh before a lot of the mass media did <laughs> yes i did uh what movie was that sir that was the accountant with ben affleck i got a quick question real quick what was yeah. all those faces for before we <laughs> got started i actually totally forgot that we were doing this review <laughs> so so folks bear with me while i try to think of what to say no i'm just kidding obviously i prepared what i was gonna say it's just i thought we were going into cutting room floor but i forgot we were doing the accountant review before cutting room floor so that was all my faces if you must ask but i saw the accountant with ben affleck uh and and kendrick's and kendrick's <laughs> uh jk simmons is in it as well john lithgow john bernthal um Obviously, Ben Affleck plays a math savant who, by day, is a an accountant, but he also he basically uses a, a, an accountant firm uh, as a cover for what he really does. He's an accountant for criminal organizations. That's what the trailer shows, anyways. You know, we see him, you know, with all these criminals, you know, he works for these criminals, things like that. Unfortunately, the movie doesn't show much of that, uh, which I was disappointed in. Uh, So, first of all, I mean, the movie does a great job of keeping your attention, okay? You know, it starts off with him as a young kid. Go ahead and... I'm going to interrupt you. Are we we need to let the fans know if it's a spoiler alert? No, no, this is definitely non-spoiler. Copied. 
non-spoiler. Let me give you the, uh, before I start, let me just give you the official synopsis on IMDb. Uh, It says, as a math savant uncooks the books for a new client, the treasury department closes in on his activities and the body count starts to rise. So yeah, Ben Affleck, um, his character describes uh, that he has high-functioning autism. Um, so we see him as a young boy, uh, at the beginning of the film, um, we get to see a little bit of his past, how his father is, things like that. So that it gets your attention right away. So it, you know, shows the beginning of how he is, um, things need to be finished. So at the beginning it shows him doing a puzzle. He can't find the last puzzle piece. So he starts freaking out. And then this young girl helps him, uh, find the piece and, you know, he calms down. So that really plays into the rest of the movie. You know, it sets the tone for the rest of the movie. So it has you intrigued, then jumps right into him just as a mundane, you know, accountant uh, for this uh, couple, um, this couple that lives on a farm. Um, and it right away starts with some comedy, uh, which from the trailer, you, you don't think it's going to have much comedy in it, um, which was... One of the positives I have for the film, uh, because he has high functioning autism, it's hard for him to interact socially. Um, he doesn't know social skills. Um, he basically just says what he thinks he should say, even though he doesn't necessarily feel it. Um, so I think Ben Affleck did a great job of acting in that way. Ben Affleck's performance was great. I loved uh, how he portrayed this character who... You know, is an accountant, is a math savant, but as the trailer shows, he's also is good with a gun. <laughs> um, he's uh, he's a killer. Uh, that's not even a spoiler. That's in the trailer. Uh, he is a killer. So right away, I mean, you're kind of torn. Like, yeah, you sympathize with him because he has autism. You know, he has a disability. Uh, but at the same time, he's a killer. So I mean, that I think the director does a good job of conveying that. Um, Again, good humor. It's more as dark and as gritty as it gets, and violent as it gets. It's it's got a lot of humor and it's a lot of lighthearted moments. Great action scenes. Um, it's just the actual execution uh, at the end is what is what throws me off. So I mean, like I said, you're 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 uh, pulled in at the beginning. You're intrigued, but then. When it's time to reveal what's going on, because I mean it's it's kind of a mystery. You don't really know what's going on. When it's time to reveal that, it's it's not done very well. Um, it's done where you know it's either some of the reveals. It's like okay, that was obvious, and then other reveals. It's just so incoherent that it's hard to follow along with it. Um, the reveal is bought, brought about by a certain character who starts telling a story and it starts showing flashbacks. So it shows a flashback and you're like, okay, so that happened. But then it goes like even further back. Like it's the flashbacks are non-linear. You know what I mean? Like it, it went Quentin Tarantino, like in the mi- middle like, of the movie. Okay. <laughs> I don't necessarily like that sometimes. Yeah, it was it was so weird. So, I mean, it, uh, that made it incoherent. And then after that, there was another reveal that was just like, okay, that was obvious and unlikely. Um, 
So that that totally threw me off, and it was very muddled and and uh, things like that because uh, it was trying to tie loose ends is basically what it was doing. Um, and the way it tied those loose ends was done very poorly to me um, because, again, it was either too obvious or too incoherent, and the timeline of those certain events was just unclear and... and uh, very strange. Uh, it uh, again, it, some of the cons for me didn't show what the trailer showed. So it showed him working with these criminal organizations in the trailer. It doesn't show that. It actually shows him working a legitimate job in the movie, and then just basically tells what his past was by a different character. You know, it doesn't show that he was actually. It doesn't show him on the job, which is strange. Hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean that that it just was very poorly executed uh is m- the bottom line for me. Um yeah, great acting. Thought him and Anna Kendrick's had a uh, great chemistry. Uh JK Simmons did great, John Lithgow did great. Uh John Bernthal's character actually was very cool to watch. Like I said, I mean it, it it was it, I was intrigued the whole time. I was interested. It just was the reveals that uh, threw me off. Um, so for that, it's it's entertaining to watch. Uh, is it worth spending your money on to go see it in the theater? Uh, I don't know. I think it's more of a rental movie. I'd give it a as much as the negative I saw, said about it. I mean, I'd still give it a decent score. I'd give it a six point five out of ten because it was entertaining. You know, it was it was fun to watch at points. There was cool action sequences. It just was just the execution and the reveals just the plot just kind of went nowhere for me. So 6.5 out of 10. Yeah, huh? 6.5 out of 10. Uh again, it, I I was entertained about it. I just feel like the 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 negatives are more prominent in my mind and are easier to explain. It's just yeah, I love the humor, love the acting. Uh just thought the 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 actual plot, so I guess the writing and directing were a little little off on it but i'd say it's a it's a definitely rent it definitely see it you know at some point um just i don't know if i would spend all that money to see it in the theater is my thing but yeah 6.5 out of 10 okay well there you have it folks 6.5 out of 10 maybe save your money at the theater go and rent it on Redbox, or where you can find your finest videos at and watch it. Or <laughs> I was trying to do the James Limpton thing. Yeah. <laughs> Rent it and watch, watch it. it. <laughs> but yeah, that's my review of the accountant. Are you gonna put a little block spot up or Yeah, I, I started to write it today. I was trying to post it before the show, but yeah, I'll put it on our blog as well. Uh www.blockbustermentalityblog.wordpress.com. And follow us on Twitter at BlockbusterCast. Email us at bbentertainmentcast at gmail.com. Make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes. Please subscribe to us, review us, rate us. Let us know how we're doing. All right, Brandon. Amen, amen, All right, now comes the time for our cutting room floor. Brandon's going to go over some quick topics that happened uh, this week, some quick news stories that happened during the week. Don't really have much of a discussion about them. Just want to let you keep you guys up on the latest news. So, Brandon, what do we got? Well, Benicio Del Toro out. Boyd Holbrook in. 
and Shane Black's Predator. We know we just brought the news a couple weeks ago yep. that Del Toro was going to be cast. Uh, he's out, so no more that's happening. But we get Boyd Hol- Holbrook, who is, you'll see him and Logan coming up. Okay, Tom Rothman, uh, who's uh, one of the head, head up guys at Sony, so stay tuned. We're going to have some news coming out in the future of the Marvel Sony team up. Okay. Uh, as we know, last time they were lead, we're going to do a Sin- Sinister Six and then a movie. We'll see if it's involved with Marvel still at this point. Kelsey Grammer uh, wants to be Beast in another X Men movie. Uh, we know that we barely saw him in that horrible Last Stand movie. Uh, if the movie's like that, please stay at home, Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Captain Marvel confirmed to be an origin story. So, what does that mean for Aven- Avengers Infinity War? Well, there's a chance she might not be in it. Interesting. Just okay. like. Uh, um, the one, the I forgot the actress who's playing Wasp said she is not in the Avengers: Infinity War. She'll be in the second movie. So there's a chance that that same thing might happen with Captain Marvel. Also on the Captain Marvel news front, um, Kevin Feige goes on to say that Miss Marvel might be the the most powerful superhero in the cinematic universe. Interesting. So you're talking about stronger than Hulk, stronger Vision, than Thor, Vision, all of those. Scarlet characters. Witch. Yep. Wow. So we'll have to see how her powers play out uh, in the movie. So we'll have to wait for that. Okay. A couple more things left. Uh, I know we this is a movie show, but every now and then some stuff catches my attention. Uh, possible upcoming DC animated movies. Possibly might have a Batman slash Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle crossover. Interesting. Uh, Wonder Woman 77, which would have Linda Carter voicing Wonder Woman. And a Swamp Thing cartoon movie. Way to go. Jeffrey Dean Morgan, still eager to play Thomas Wayne in a Batman Flashpoint movie. So that'd be awesome to do that. And I don't know if you had a chance to look, but first image of Amber Heard as Mira came out today. Yes, I saw that. Oh my god, what is she, uh... What? I, yeah, I, I saw those images. I think she looks great. I, I can't wait for for that. Um, thought that was a great thing for Aquaman to see. <laughs> I saw some memes online that showed uh, her next to Rita Repulsa, and Rita Repulsa was saying how her uh, her her. Did you see that the 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 meme with uh, Hera and uh, or is it Hera? Not Hera. But anyways, uh, with Rita Repulsa, how they look similar and how no, Rita Repulsa was saying, oh, that. you I look better than me. I didn't see that one. Yeah, so um, I'm glad I explained that well. So anyway, but yeah, great. Is that, is that all you have for Cutting Room? That is all we have. That's all she wrote, my friends. All right. So guys, that is pretty much our show. Again, thanks so much, as always, for listening. Thanks for all the support. I think uh, I think we're we're doing great. Um, <laughs> yes, please. Brandon just wrote me a note, and I'm thinking, yeah, let's do that. But basically, I was asking what uh, <laughs> he's writing more things. So I, I wrote him a note while he was doing cutting room. I said, "What's next week?" 
And I meant like what's what's next week because this week we did trivia. Last week we had a top five. Is next week our movie of the month? Next week is flashback movie of the month. Okay, With so some it is. more trivia. I wasn't asking you what the oh, specific movie oh, was. Okay, yeah. Now I was getting confused because I was like, man, this is on the spot. All so right. he's he's sitting here writing me different movies, and I'm like, <laughs> but I, I'm gonna pick one of these movies he just wrote. Let's do Who Framed Roger, Roger Rabbit. <laughs> That's a, that is a classic, classic yeah, movie. So next week, uh, yeah, we're going to do Flashback Friday, movie of the month. We're going to talk about, you know, a movie. And then do another, we're going to have another trivia session on it. But yeah, we're our movie of the month next week for the month of October is Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Ooh. So stay tuned for that next week on October 21st, 2016. So yeah, again, that is pretty much our show. But as always, we want to go over next week's or this week's uh, box office uh, predictions. Going to tell you what's coming out this week and where we think the box office will fall. Uh, obviously, we have the accountant coming out, which is the movie I just reviewed. Yeah. Uh, we have yeah. Kevin Hart's new movie, Kevin Hart. What now? What now? What now? And then we have uh, smaller releases, Max Steel. Uh, saw like one trailer for that. Yeah, exactly. So, All right, Brandon, where do you see the box office falling this week? Well, no, let me go first. Can I go first? You always go first. Well, like I said before, ladies first. Thank you. Thank you. All right, so the box office this week, I am going to go with the accountant at number one. And it, again, if my reviews seem negative, again, it was it was an entertaining watch. It's just you know, wait for Redbox or whatever you do to rent movies. So the accountant number one, I'm gonna go Kevin Hart. What now at number two? Number three, The Girl on the Train. Number four, Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. Number five, I'm gonna go with Deepwater Horizon. That's me. So, accountant, Kevin Hart, girl on a train, Miss Peregrine, Deepwater Horizon. Where do you see the box office falling next week, Brandon? Or this weekend? I pretty much had the same thing as you, but I think I'm going to flip-flop girl on the train and Kevin Hart. I think I'll move girl on the train at two, Kevin Hart at three. Okay. So, you have accountant, girl on a train, Kevin Hart, Miss Peregrine, and Deepwater? That is correct. All right. Sounds good. So yeah, we'll we'll see what actually happens in the end. So next week we'll be saying, "Hey, Ben, you you did great. You you won this week's box office predictions. You get a gift card from AMC Movie Theaters." Okay. Um, Brandon's going to hand it to me. On that note, come I have his no, bank this Joker is smoking something. <laughs> All right, that is our show again. Follow us on Twitter at BlockbusterCast. Uh, email us, bbentertainmentcast at gmail.com. Any questions you want us to talk about, any topics. Topics. Topics you want us to talk about, any questions you have for us, we'll be happy to answer them. Follow our personal accounts. Mine is at BCCord. What is yours, Brandon? Mine is at Big Papa BBCast. If you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. All right, that is our show, folks. Lately. As always, thanks so much for listening. Stay tuned next week for Who Framed Roger Rabbit, our Flashback Friday movie of the month. 
I'm excited for that. I'm oh, glad I'm you wrote that too. down. The Mama other, said not cute the other movie he wrote, I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say the other movie he wrote, because we might use that for maybe November or another I like month. the other movie. It's a Disney movie, too. Yes, it is. It is. So we'll see. But it's already real life, so they can't redo that one, can they? <laughs> they can redo it. Yeah, but yeah, it won't be in their uh, live action takes. All right, Brandon, any final thoughts? No, as always, thank you for the continued support. And uh, Potter and family, we love you guys. Right. And uh, got to give a shout-out to my cousin Aaron. Aaron, what's up, dude? Thanks for always listening. Oh, we had a little Aaron sighting. That's right. Well, Vin Camingo, friend. Vin Camingo. That's right. All right, guys, that's our show. Thanks again so much for listening and, uh, and supporting us. All right, guys. For Brandon H., I'm... Ben Secord. Grab your popcorn, grab your snacks. Catch you guys at the movies. Mm-hmm.